0: Babe, Babe,
1: Babe, Babe,
0: Babe. I'm
1: Lara, and I'm Ryan,
0: and this is Babe.
1: Babe? So Laura and I. We, we've sat here for like two hours.
0: <laughs> I came over an hour and five minutes ago and then we're we were like, what slow. are we going to talk we're about? We're slow going. And then, I was wait, like, what are we going to do? And then Ryan was like, I don't know, but I just ordered a salad and I'm going to eat it. And I was like, okay.
1: Uh, and then... well, So then so then we went through like four different genres of things we <laughs> want to talk about so bad. Like being like, Laura being like, have you seen this person that's babying on Instagram? And I'm like, oh my god, lol. And then we like talked about another person on Instagram who like we don't know who she is, but she has like 200000 followers and like we're confused we're like, so we're, we're so confused perplexed and then
0: we found <laughs> we it's a person about. that i've literally tried to google i've tried to google like 10 times yes. to be like who is this who person, is this person? Like, <laughs> does she have like? what does she do what does she do for a living how does she make money does she have famous parents like she has, why is she, she has so hundreds
1: well? and thousands of followers and, and
0: i cannot, cannot for the life
1: out. of me i'm like where did she come from like who is she and it's so crazy because when laura said that I literally thought the same thing last week when I saw her. Because yeah. like, she comments on everyone's Instagram. Like, yeah. Everyone's. Mm-hmm. And you're like, who is this weird person? Yeah. that Like, That's I've like never in heard mix, in my life. I've in never seen. She's like, in the mix.
0: Yeah. But it's very much in the mix. It's a it's T- a real fucking mystery. B. But it's
1: about like, you know, social climbing and, you know, yeah, networking. But there's so
0: many, I feel like, and especially in LA, in LA. there's so many like Instagram babes, babes that like are around and have these like insane followings and, and they are like, like
1: sell like one show every four years or like do like a bit part on two broke girls or something like that but But you're you're trying to like
0: figure out who they are and how they they like live their lives and you will never figure it out it's just an eternal babe mystery
1: they're friends with like fellow famous babes yeah so it's like they kind of just it's just it's confusing weird. It's but then we were confusing. like we can't like talk but we can't talk about that everyone we wanted we can, to talk about can't talk about no we can't it's not talk cheap. about it's not cheap i know but we did okay so we but the, so we but talked we to landed, each other about it and yeah, we had really our own hard. private babe episodes. yeah but then also we talked about this one person who is like truly my favorite babe. <laughs> <laughs> She's truly insane. Laura kind of knows her. I've never met her before, but she Laura is used to know her. On so she's on an another level. level. So then here's what we decided, because we've already released one episode on the Patreon, which I felt like we got more real on that, because it's like no one...
0: Yeah, the, and it was a great It was a great episode. It it's good. the same... The Patreon episodes are essentially going the to same. be the exact same episodes. They're, like, they're an hour as, and a half. They're an hour and a half, an hour and 15 minutes, and we do the same format. <laughs> but I think the Patreon will afford us the ability to get a little more real
1: yeah a little more personal about yeah. our
0: feelings and we can like talk about things no
1: one's listening to it i mean there are people listening well
0: to yeah it. no we have like 166 patrons. patrons but so but the audience private, is small, small and contained and it's a there's a circle of trust
1: i feel like there's an honor code because i feel like we're gonna so basically like we're like we can't talk, we can't openly talk shit about this girl that you kind of know <laughs> and like but, and, also, but, we, can't, but we, can't like, we can't but we can't on the patreon we can we can talk and we about will. certain
0: babes on the Patreon, and we will, no, we don't but, feel but it's not... I want to preface it also that I'm not just here to, like, talk shit about random women. Like, no! Oh, my God, Because stop. that's, like, I truly am, like, no. i weirded out about that, because I'm, like... I'm, I know. I'm like that in private, not in public. <laughs> <laughs> any, any. Um, I'm girl power. <laughs> <laughs> feminism! Feminism just equals... Feminism
1: equals friendship. Well, no, but it's, like, but it's, like, there is now more than ever it's such a performative feminism like it's such performative. like it's so performative feminism equals it's like like powerful women like gathering together and like being like "Mm!" like like but also like it's the same but like when you really know those people and you know like the interpersonal dynamics like you know it's all bullshit and they all like hate each other and it's like twisted Mm -hmm. it is like the wing kind of darks me out
0: okay here's my thing about the wing what I love it. I'm so for it. I can't wait till it comes to LA. I hope maybe they'll like give me a discount or something or just like allow me to like vibe there. But I love it because I do think that having a space for females only is amazing. And the only people I've ever heard talk shit on the wing are Are men. men. And it truly is because I think it really pisses men off that there's a space that they can't go. That's
1: not my, that's not me. I think deep down there's a little shred of that. I don't. I think so. No, 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 that's not my. The reason why it feels like to me um, that it is a high school cafeteria that has been painted pink, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I feel like, and also it's like so expensive. So you're basically just getting only rich women. Well, it's a social club, and then yeah, rich women and like social influencers that are joining. So it doesn't really feel like it's it's not providing like a safe haven for women that don't make a certain amount of income. And, but do you know its business model? Like, do you know the prices and how it works? It's like $400 a month
0: for everywhere. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not cheap, babe. It's it also cheap. not that crazy. Like yeah. when you compare it to like a Soho House or, That's a, Noia true, or like house. a WeWork or whatever. Yeah, like no, no, okay, fine. and I'm sure that they probably have like sliding scale and they're aware. Because I feel like the creators are Audrey. like socially conscious and like I'm obsessed with Audrey.
1: I love her. I'm so confused by her, but I'm like into it. Oh, out. I'm. So,
0: I've been obsessed with Audrey Gelman. for
1: years. Audrey Gelman doesn't make a lot of sense. Let's do a deep dive into her bio because no, I, I love. She, her. No, no, I know. I love her too, but I'm just saying she doesn't make a lot of sense. So basically, she's a beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful be chic so hold See, on she came on my radar when she was dating terry richardson well hold on we need to rewind the tape so what? she's so she's lena Dunham's best friend
0: yeah but i knew of her before i even knew of lena Dunham. oh twist yeah why honey i've been on the tip of certain women for a long time okay, my enough. female inspiration yeah hashtag right. feminism so, hashtag audrey, strong women audrey <laughs> sisterhood hashtag sisterhood yeah so i was like so
1: audrey audrey was like a political she like worked for like the mayor or something or she worked for like the commission of like new York. I, I don't know mm-hmm. she had some political job then in a weird twist she like randomly would guest star on girls sometimes and she also dated terry richardson so she was,
0: she i think dated terry
1: richardson before any of that no, like no, she was dating terry richardson while girls was happening because lena dunham did a photo spread with terry because she was like friends with the guy it was a mm-hmm. whole thing then she'd like apologize for it because she has to apologize for existing. Um, so then... Uh, which we we'll call it. Uh, so she dated Harry Richardson, which was kind of crazy.
0: Which was crazy, but it was, before, like a, it was before. It was before kind of he was
1: exposed. No, babe, it was post-exposed. So he was exposed. He's okay, been exposed like four, like four times. times. So exactly. it was like
0: in the second time the when second, people were like the second okay, wave but Whatever. Of it was not. Yeah, it was not. Yeah. She wasn't dating him, and this sounds bad to say, and I, I mean, it is what it is. Like <laughs> I don't mean it. I'm not like discounting anything he does because he's obviously a fucking pervert. He's creep. Disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. But like there was a moment when it was like you would expose someone and everyone was just like what up <laughs> anyways and like it's fine like not like just right like, it no. wouldn't stick it wouldn't stick yeah it would just be like okay cool thanks for Fair weighing enough. in yeah okay. and so she dated him during the cool thanks for weighing in era of like creamy <laughs> too <laughs> no it really was no was I like, agree you could just like, be like Jezebel did like a
1: report on it and yeah was there like, were whatever. so many reports yeah. like
0: models came forward yeah like, and literally, everyone was like just like, 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 like lol they're like thank you for God, thank you so much. You're
1: so brave. He, it's gross. Anyways, let's date.
0: They'd be well. It was really only sites like Jezebel that said like yeah. he's gross. Like everyone else was just kind of like, hmm.
1: Like he didn't have any like repercussion repercussions from his career no. from that. And so then I don't think he works really that much anymore. Now
0: I don't know. I don't what know his deal I is. Really. I don't really follow. Um, but then so he dated Audrey. So he dated Audrey, and which then, I was obsessed with. Yeah, it was, it was just obsessed. so weird. And then they broke up and she had and who now she, she's like married she now? huh she's, she's married. married yeah so who? i don't know
1: okay. i don't care about him i care about her <laughs> <laughs> you know what i was googling the other night randomly lily sobieski oh yeah i was like what happened to her turns out she just got married and had some kids and hasn't acted since 2012 yeah but she's also
0: i think a socialite like she came from like a very rich family
1: she's stunning and she's an artist now yeah a classic yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like lives in a Tribeca loft oh and, yeah like, no it's yeah. she's fine
0: she's fine she's always been on the like a new york social circuit scene. i like that she just kind of i
1: mean i'm obsessed with actresses that quit acting I think oh yeah actually like really... bridget fonda my oh, hero she's out yeah. she's out phoebe cates she
0: like got with danny elfman and was like, like cool, bye i'm never working again yeah. <laughs> that's what i would do well, are you kidding
1: i feel like she like reached f- she like turned 40 and she was like okay there's literally like i'm basically gonna play the grandma of like my love interest that i played two years ago so like but I also just why would you want to go
0: from being like bridget fonda like hottest like interesting actress to then being like Competing, you like, why no, would you want to be like auditioning and like competing no, in like a cares? cutthroat world? Like, I would just be but like, what I'm living do? in Bel Air now, and yeah, like... yeah,
1: her last movie was Lake Placid. Did we really? talk about this? No, way. oh, I was talking about someone else with this. I love that my Brid- I talk about Bridget Fun all the time. Oh, I love Bridget Fun. yeah, I in- like
0: have a shrine to her in my apartment. You do,
1: she was in this movie Lake Placid, which was about alligators, mm-hmm. it was um, pretty pretty plastic <laughs>
0: yeah okay wait so we got off topic about audrey did we do we need to close that
1: loop or? oh um no i mean look i like yes i'm so supportive of the wing i think there's, uh, there's a, <laughs> wait stop right. You are a fucking babe for that because
0: you literally come out the gates with like, and you know what? I don't like him on the wing and I don't like it at all. We
1: actually are forgetting to mention like the big news item of the week, which is that the fucking New York Human Rights Commission is investigating the wing for being exclusionary to men. You haven't heard about this? No, that's fucking bullshit. No, it's insane. It's so stupid. It's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. I'm
0: telling you though, how this, have you not knowing about I, that? Are you
1: like living under a rock?
0: Babe, I live in my apartment and unlike you who just like takes meetings all day, I work <laughs> and edit and write. I work all the fucking time. I'm done Don't with you read. shaming me about not knowing about the wing news. <laughs> Some things go past me by, but now I'm in the know.
1: And guess what? So yeah, the wing is being investigated, which is total bullshit.
0: But that's a classic because, and I've heard, not to call you out, but also I'm going to call you out, is that I've heard you and another guy that we're both like friendly with. Oh okay. You and this guy like got on like a fucking wing tear where you just like I don't remember shit. this. I remember it. Very I honestly clearly. don't remember this. Like, where you talk shit about the wing and you both were like, "That's bullshit," and I was like, "Literally, well, sitting it does there, feel I like, I was, like high school cafeteria." Yeah, because you're not invited because you're a man. And I truly think that that
1: that then, is not true. Honestly, I think that there's a shred that of that. That is Not true. There is. A I shred actually of that. totally truly think it would be actually mark. really i think cool. for men i think for a lot of men i'm not you're saying right.
0: that's the reason that you don't like it i'm saying there's a shred of that just embedded into your dna as a m- member of the male species that when something excludes you i think women thing should is-
1: definitely have their own co-working space like men are terrible yeah yeah i support that wholeheartedly i want a co-working space where i don't have to deal with straight men that would be my euphoria,
0: like a coffee shop where you don't have to do that. Yeah, where
1: it's all gays. Actually, there is this coffee shop in East Hollywood called Cuties. Have you heard of it? No. It's like a very gay coffee shop. Maybe I should go work there. Yeah, because I fucking hate it. Because I go to a coffee shop every day, and I, you know what I see? I see straight it's guys. Straight guys hitting. Come on to the, the, the barista. Yeah, it's so like mean like, hey, like how, just and like they'll be like, hey, what do you want? And they're like, oh, a latte. So my band is playing a show next, and they're like, cool, like, go fuck yourself. Like, literally, like, they get into them into sex, like, they, they trap baristas into, like, non-consensual storytelling all the time. Like, because they can't go anywhere. The baristas are trapped. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's so fucked up. And I'm like sitting there on my computer, being like, "Can you please fucking read a room and go home?" Yeah, like Psycho. this person is
0: working. Like this there is needs their to, job, yeah, and their job does not include like, like making talking you about feel like you, like you and you're your stupid band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And like making like fluffing your ego, total non consensual storytelling. Yeah,
0: but the bottom line is. <laughs> all men are kind of weirded out when they don't get included. I don't think
1: that's true for me. Okay. I really don't. We can I, agree I, get, to disagree. I get what you're saying about that for other guys, but I really like my main thing is that like whenever you mix capitalism with like progressive politics, it can get tricky. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm just saying it's a tricky area. That's all.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. What? Nothing. Someone wants to join the wing
0: oh i've wanted to join the wing since i well, literally heard about it i know how Believe, do you know that because i signed up for their mailing list and said i want the wing in los angeles <laughs> and have been like on constant wing updates we're gonna email. get we're gonna have
1: to get more patreons for you to afford a membership at the wing know, you should work at the wing that yeah, would be really good duh, for you that would be so fun but that's I would literally like there. half your rent that's not
0: half my no, rent that's qu- like a quarter a quarter actually it's
1: that's 20. actually yeah, 20 percent
0: okay let's not like tell everyone how much my rent is even though i'm not ashamed of it but yeah. like
1: are you ashamed
0: no i mean i live beyond my means <laughs> in my no, apartment space I don't but it actually is like it's your sanctuary it's my sanctuary and i don't ever leave so it's what fine. are you supposed to do get a roommate as if oh uh, fuck no yeah, i couldn't exactly. handle it
1: no no it's fine
0: so so wait but wait. i love the wing and if you're listening
1: and you are in i wish the wing, there was a, honestly i wish there was a gay person wing well then maybe oh you should oh my god start emily, one. emily gold did this joke she said they would call it the wang which i thought was funny that's cute yeah the wang
0: yeah cute. maybe you should start one i feel like that would be problematic because like how do you, like, how do you prove are like, gay, gay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think it could it would like be a charged atmosphere a gay person We'd be like, can you can i borrow a pencil like cut to but us, only like, for on a, gay men yeah only for gay men so
0: lesbians aren't allowed that's fucked up well no they have their own LGBT wing. no they, they but have the wing. if you want they have the wing but if you want a gay co-working space wouldn't shouldn't it be LGBTQIA friendly
1: of course it should
0: but like you want one for just
1: No, everyone. I want everyone Stop spreading lies. I'm poking
0: holes in Ryan's narrative and exposing well, him you know for what? the so, male chauvinist so, pig that he so, is.
1: Selfishly Lesbians,
0: I want, if you're listening, what? I stand with you. I want your anger and your voices to be heard. Oh, don't even try going into Ryan's wing if you're bisexual.
1: <laughs> He'll laugh you right out the door. <laughs> That's not true that is true. bisexual man oh my God come cut hear ye hear ye.
0: come on uh, come on No one bisexual butterfly tries to enter and Ryan refutes their sexuality. And I believe in shames all,
1: them and sends them away. I believe in all lesbians and bisexuals just not laura's bisexuality That's
0: actually so fucked up and I've had people reach out to me and support me and they don't <laughs> like they don't like that you do that and I don't like it either. And guess what? I the, think I know more plight, than they do. The plight of the bisexual uh, is as such.
1: I am so bisexual frondly. I, I support all but bisexuals. But you don't support
0: me. And I don't understand what I have to do to prove to you that I'm bisexual. Like, that like I don't understand. You well, say you like, know more than I do. What? It's like... Mm, I've given... I've, like, had sex with a woman. I've had sexual you encounters have told with
1: women. Me, I mean, you can cut this out. But you have told me, like, that when it comes to actually doing like real hardcore things dating? No. Like eating someone out. That it's like not your journey.
0: No, you're confusing me with someone else. I said that it is my journey and that I like doing it and I was good at it and like
1: made people come. I could have sworn you did that. That was like not it. me, babe. Oh, really? Am I getting my bisexual wires crossed?
0: Yes. That's what you thought of me this entire time? No. Why would I? I would be a psychotic person if I said, but I don't actually like eating because I think it's fucking gross. And then I tried to rep a bisexuality. track for me. (laughs) Uh, You are such a dick i literally i thought it was you that told me justice that. for bisexuals i thought it was you. that, that was me not that. me as someone else i enjoyed I, eating pissy i, I would know that. gladly do I, it again i thought you i enjoyed otherwise. giving a woman an orgasm i'm getting kind of turned on thinking about lesbian sex right now like i genuinely like having lesbian sex all right well then i didn't know that because so I now you do told you me officially on our podcast
1: accept me as the bisexual butterfly that i am I don't know. For the answer, you're gonna have to. It's gonna, the is gonna come in our Patreon-only no, podcast. I, no, no, we I'm need not, more Patreons.
0: No, I'm not monetizing this.
1: <laughs> I want this to be for free. Whenever you mix capitalism with progressive politics, there are problems. Yeah,
0: so um, uh, this is just free. I need it to be out in the world. That yeah, you okay, then I me.
1: I accept you as a bisexual butterfly. Wait, say I accept you, no. Laura Marie Shanehalls. No, I'm yes. not saying your full name.
0: Why? Because that's part of my identity. <laughs> I need this. I need this. You Which need Which one's right by, is, wrong. It,
1: is it the Lara or the Marie or the Shane Halls? <laughs> <laughs> Which one's my <laughs> Take a
0: wild guess. Marie's the lesbian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Marie is the lesbian.
0: Lara's in the <laughs> cock and Marie's in the pussy. No, tell me uh, now. Uh,
1: Lara Marie Shane Halls is a le- bisexual. No, that's not the sentence. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Tell Say me again. I, Ryan O'Connell. I, Ryan O'Connell.
0: Except you, Lara Marie Shane Halls. Except you, Laura
1: Marie Shane
0: Halls. As a bisexual. As a Bisexual woman.
1: As a um. Mm. As a
0: We're all waiting. Me and the fans.
1: We're all waiting. As a bisexual person.
0: And it needs to be all in a sentence.
1: As a bisexual it person. It needs to be all in one sentence. It I read the like condo a, accept you as Laura Marie Shane Hall's as a bisexual <laughs> woman
0: thank you yeah there you even go. though you laughed which was mildly disrespectful <laughs> and you've done nothing on this podcast except disrespect women it's fine i hope what? that what? all my women
1: are you psychotic? <laughs> oh my god you were just spreading lies i'm gonna destroy your i know <laughs> god jesus
0: you're you. such a I liar i appreciate you saying that i really well, then do you say ah
1: uh, you ryan o'connell are a not no are not like you accept respect all women. What? Yeah, I'll say it when. <laughs> oh I my see god! It. <laughs> As if you say it now. Say it now.
0: I've seen Ryan O'Connell respect <laughs> women in this podcast episode. Has not been one of those times, but I do believe that he respects. Oh women Oh my at god!
1: I want a gay man wing. That's not a problem. I want spaces where straight white men are not allowed. Like yeah. I want. I want most spaces to not be straight white men friendly. I don't love hanging out with them.
0: What's to like? I don't know. not a lot. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I, I, there I want, are some things like, some that ones. I've enjoyed, like, and some there have been some straight guys that I've enjoyed and have been friends yeah, with. i had a lot some. of walls with, but it's just they make it really difficult.
1: Again, they they just, they don't understand like. When you're a stray white guy and you were born believing that this world was meant for you, you don't understand the amount of mental gymnastics people go through to appear palatable for the world. And if you don't go through this mental gymnastics every day, you can't quite understand. And there's there's just a level of entitlement that I find completely off-putting and undeserved.
0: Yeah and like they're th- when they like flare up the inability to even like accept that is they can. like insane. they can't deal
1: with it they can't they can't face the fact that they have been privileged their entire lives and they can't accept it and i'm like well honey like just uh, listen they have a really really hard time listening yeah like they have a profoundly like a well also it's listening.
0: like there's a reason that literally like every school shooter is a fucking, is a fucking straight white, white guy though. yeah i know
1: so and we're supposed to be scared of like like what? Like there, ISIS? Like yeah. Muslim people? Get uh, yeah, the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here, honey! Straight white males. I are, see a fucking
0: skinny straight are, white guy, I and I like want to run for
1: my fucking. life. Of course, life. I mean, you know, if you know, if they're not going to attack you, they're going to attack you with a boring conversation. <laughs>
0: They're either gonna bore you <laughs> gonna, to death, yeah. shoot you, or, shoot or you rape yeah. you. <laughs> or, or maybe all three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you're lucky. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you get the value pack. Oh
1: god. Yeah.
0: Sorry, straight white guys, but also not sorry. Like but, get like, your we, fucking we shit together. Some,
1: we do have some straight white guys that listen to the podcast, I think. Who I is know. that? Did well, we find out that a straight white guy listened to it recently? a friend of ours or something like that i don't know oh i mean yeah
0: i think some guys oh, you like, know what? have tweeted us and said and for that i appreciate I Feel like those are like the good ones there are some good seeds i'm not by no means are we saying like all straight white guys are bad i'm just saying like if you're a good one you should talk to the rest of your fucking i crew. also
1: think like the definition of a good straight white guy is like a straight white guy that doesn't mind being trolled yeah like who can like, lull. Who, can, who can lull and take the trolls like because i think also like straight white men are not used to getting trolled at all and mm-hmm. so they they cannot do it they like they get really upset and they're just like mm, like mm. i'm just like honey it's time for the trolls oh todd the uh, that's what i'm thinking about todd a writer that i worked with on awkward uh i ran into him and he was like he was like oh my god i love babe oh love that yeah hi, um, todd yeah
0: um <laughs> He was, like, he was like he was like can i come on the podcast and i was no. like no i'm booking straight white men no that's mm. a no
1: and he was like i've been hearing that a lot lately <laughs> <laughs> i'm like get used to it um we want to talk about actresses. so there's been a lot going on everyone knows about the whole beyonce getting bit in the face which i don't give a shit about literally like when i heard that i was like yeah of course an actress bitter in the face like, i why gave a lot surprised? of shit about that you do care,
0: yeah. What are you I mean, about? I just cared that it's like a it's like a thing that happened. Like it's just a crazy thing to do. But like to it's like not though because actors are crazy. Saint Beyonce, it's like you just think that Beyonce is going to like transcend be, that. Like no one would. Yeah, actually fight like her. you think that Beyonce could transcend like being cheated on. Like that wouldn't happen to her. She wouldn't get bit in the face by a crazy actors. But you realize that no one's immune to trolls, and Beyonce's just like us. She can get trolled like anyone else. So, this Sanaa Lathan is the person that bit her in the face. Who? Sanaa. She was in love and basketball. Oh. And I don't know her. I was kind of sad to hear that.
1: Beyonce's life is kind of drama. I mean, you had like Solange beat up Jay Z in an elevator. And like, you also have to remember like her childhood was legit stolen from her by her father. (laughs) Like, Like, do you remember watching those like. Destiny's Child boot camps that she was in at like six, at, like seven years old when she, no. like, yeah, oh, honey, Matthew, like Matthew Knowles was just like my bang, bang, childhood. <laughs> like, yeah, like he literally, like, but Beyonce her. also,
0: what I love is that she's so private, like, she controls oh, all the, the information narrative. that yeah. you know.
1: And I'm obsessed with oh, I'm obsessed that. With so that. to hear anything except for the elevator stuff, I think that was the one leak.
0: Yeah, but like, still, we don't, we don't exactly know, know. We like, we'll, we'll never know
1: yeah do you think that beyonce is mad at tiffany for relaying the information or no
0: i don't know i mean she she like i guess like called her out in a song or but she was like had a lyric of one of her songs it was like you have to sign an nda if you hang out with me because like she did but i don't think she likes any news about her being like spread by anyone so i could see her like being i love that i'm like i could see her being mad at that but like (laughs) I just love how private she is. I think it's the chicest fucking thing. You've met her before, right? Yeah, I met her twice. Where'd you meet her? I met her at a Grammy party, and she complimented my sunglasses, she, and then I fucking God. fainted almost. Yeah, that's crazy. I was just like, uh, thank you. And then I met her again at, like, a Solange sometimes has, like, dance party, like, dinner parties in LA, and, like, not, like, not, like, personal ones, but, like, you can, like, pay to go to these uh-huh. like gatherings and they're really cool and she does it through like her website brand um like collective or whatever mm-hmm. and they're really fun and so I went to that and then I met Beyoncé again there.
1: I really didn't give a shit about her until she released that self-titled album because I thought that was the first time I was like, "Oh, she like has something to say." I thought before that like it was kind of how I felt about Rihanna, like I didn't care about Rihanna Rihanna until
0: Rihanna. <laughs> I didn't care about Rihonda.
1: <laughs> if you were a pop star, your name would be Rianda no, O'Connell. Well, look, Claire used to call me Rihanna. <laughs> Ryan, our friend Ryan calls you Rhonda. Wait, really? <laughs> Wait, he calls you Rhonda? Yeah. Wait, I've never even told me that. He calls you that to me. Wait, are you serious? That's incredible. Rhonda O'Connell. Rhonda <laughs> O'Connell? Stop. <laughs> Why did you tell me this? It's the best. I thought you knew that.
0: No. Rhonda O'Connell. Rhonda <laughs>
1: O'Connell. <laughs> you are Rondo O'Connell. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. So, um... I didn't care about her until that album because I was like, oh, she actually, like, it was such an interesting album, whereas before she just kind of made hits the way that Rihanna kind of made hits. And mm-hmm. so I was like, cool, she's a good pop star, but like, what what is else is going on? So, Are
0: you talking about the album she dropped where it was like out of nowhere, yeah. suddenly we just had an yeah. album with all the music videos? Yeah,
1: yeah. that was incredible. It was that incredible. Was, that was the best thing she's I done. I
0: watched those music videos in bed. I was depressed, no surprise, <laughs> and in a period where I wasn't getting getting out of bed. And I watched all those videos and just like, wept but it felt good it was like actually the one good thing that happened that day
1: but basically like i feel like beyonce is like an actress's mortal enemy because she steals all focus and if there's one thing i know an actress doesn't like is when focus gets stolen from her yeah so an actress who's like tbd and like worked like was in love and basketball which came out 20 years ago right Uh, something like that (laughs) like i can see her like wanting to gnaw her face off a little bit um Because actresses are just like
0: getting too lit because
1: actresses are a little a little weird. And and even the ones that are kind of normal are sort of just not normal because well, I think it really warps your brain. It
0: takes a level a certain level of babe to like want to be an actress.
1: Uh, I agree. And
0: I say that as someone that like wants to be an actress. Yeah, well, yeah, because you have that. I don't want to be an actress at all yet you are so i think you actually do no
1: i really don't
0: well that is, fucking that is fucking rich insane. i'm here to check ronda o'connell
1: ronda no. just came out the gates no. with some crazy that talk. is not true i don't want to no you're acting well, in I have your own to. show because i have to yeah but like also I, uh, no because i literally have to i do not enjoy it i don't anyways <laughs> i don't
0: R- R- Rondo o'connell is the exception to the rule wow congratulations what's it like to be such a trailblazer i want
1: to be, be like nora efron i want to be like a famous writer but like don't who touch writes. me with your
0: feet <laughs> don't even think about doing it
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay i'm just kidding. i can okay i I'm like cannot crazy. i cannot handle if someone puts their feet anywhere near me let alone like their clammy feet on me and like ryan just put touched his foot to my leg and i had a visceral reaction the only person whose feet i'll allow on me is my sister's feet and hands are like a really big deal i think when you're like dating someone oh really for me they are like if Uh, Like, a guy's hands, like, I really... I'm very turned on by hands, and I like a nice hand, and then I also like a nice foot. Okay. Like, my (laughs) ex-boyfriend, like, from college, love of my life, had, like, beautiful hands and feet, and I have yet to really be with someone that has, like... Well, maybe you'll meet the right
1: girl and... You know, mm-hmm. and girls. she'll have beautiful hands yeah. and feet. Yeah, I definitely. would love that. So wait, I want you to tell it's my one of my favorite stories. Now that we're on the topic of lactose. I feel
0: weird telling the story. Seriously? Kind of. I mean, I don't. Babe, it's I so don't because good. it was such
1: a nightmare. It is such a nightmare. and It is like it is the definition of babe. And I feel like everyone knows she's a babe. I mean, I've,
0: and maybe this person has become less of a babe but I don't when think so, I interact with her.
1: We just read headlines that her babe is still active. She's still an active babe. Okay.
0: So, <laughs> this is my like best whack story. story. Um, and actually, this night was the night that we created White Girl Problems. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, okay. it's a very significant wow. evening. So, I went out with a group of friends and one of our friends in the group was also friends with the actress olivia men and uh, this was back when done
1: this was back when she was like just a host of like g4 like i still don't know who she is i have to say like she's someone who's always working but i'm like who is she yeah like she always pops up in things but i'm like i don't know who that is i couldn't i swear to god i could not point her out of a crowd Could not. Would not.
0: So this was like pre her being like a movie star like she is now.
1: Movie star. I mean,
0: she's in like big action movies. She's like a
1: star. She's a star, but I would say she's I mean, I do. She's definitely B-list. Do
0: I consider her a star? No, not really. But like, (laughs) does the world at all? I guess. I would say. she
1: is. I think she's like a C-plus list.
0: I mean, I think that she's like, she goes to like the Vanity Fair Oscar party. She like goes to things. Yeah. She's like around. Okay. I mean, I think she's, like, a star, unfortunately, Ugh. for the world. But, but like, I, I, great I, for her. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: So, we all go out, and we go to <laughs> this bar. that's That bar? was, like, H. Wood that was in Oof. the Hollywood and Highland
1: Mall. Oh, God. I Laura. know. So, at the
0: corner of Hollywood – babe, I was brand new to L- – I was, like, two – lived in L.A. for, like, one and a half years at this point. Like, I didn't know any better.
1: I went there for the first – I remember, like, my st- mom, like – had a dinner there once and like i didn't i'd never been there before and it was like truly like i th- i felt like i was in hell yeah i was like what is this mall it was yeah. the
0: worst i i did a semester in la program through my college and that's Steady how red. i moved that's how i like ended up i moved to la to like do this program and i became friendly with the kids and the other students and one of them was like, We need to all have like a dinner together. And they and they organized a dinner at CPK in the Hollywood no. Island Center. No. And I went there. I was like twenty minutes late because I like couldn't figure out no. like, how to get there, how it to park. And then minutes. I got there and I was like, Whoever decided this like me?" Ne- I was like, You're dead to me. Like I act yeah. and talk <laughs> shit. And they were all like offended that I had said anything <laughs> and it created a weird vibe. But I truly was like, no, I it's hate shocking. it here. But lo and behold, I ended up going there again for another, like, horrible evening. So we go to this club, H. Wood, that's, like, in a (laughs) mall, which should be your first, like, sign that it's, like, not the journey. And we're getting cocktails. And it's, like, it's early still. It's, like, maybe 10 p.m. Like, the club is not crowded. And I find myself, like, sitting across from Olivia and, like, chatting with her And I realized that she's from Oklahoma. Like she lived in Oklahoma City for a while, and so I was like, "Oh my god, that's weird." Because I'm from Oklahoma City, so it's not like being from like, you know, it's like a small. It's like just a something to talk about.
1: By the way, I've never met a sane person named Olivia, FYI.
0: Yeah, no, it's like a psycho name. It's a psycho. It's a name for a psychotic person, and so. I'm sitting across from her. I'm like trying to kind of ask her questions. I'm like, Oh, you're from Oklahoma city. Like I grew up there and like where, what area did you grow up? Like blah, blah, blah. And she's like telling me and like telling me what high school she went to. And I'm like, Oh, that's like, that's cool. Like, do you ever go, do you ever go back home? Like often do you like go back to visit your family or anything? And she goes, no, I can't, I can't go back because too many (laughs) vans drive by my house. And I go, Sorry. Wait. What did t- too many van like vans are driving by your house? And she goes, "No fans. Too many fans drive by my house." And I was like, "What fan? Like what fan? Like am I missing something? Yeah. Like fans. Honey? Also like." Oklahoma City is not like <laughs> that's not like fan central. Like right. you're pretty much off the radar right. if you're there. Like totally. unless you're like blasting out on the internet, like, hey, I'm home for a week <laughs> and this is my address. Like <laughs> please don't drive by my house. Like
1: I don't think <laughs> anyone sure
0: really gonna go after like trying to find you. It was like a babe moment because you're like excuse. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, well, interesting. I guess that sucks, but like sorry you have to deal with the fans and like <laughs> And then I think I was saying like what I did at the time, which I worked like at the Producers Guild of America. And I was like, oh, I work here. And she's like, stop, just stop. What do you like want to do? Like, what are you trying to do? And I was like, uh no. Wait, wa-. she said, "Stop." Yeah, yeah, she was like, "What?" Just like, "What do you want?" Like, "What do you want?" What do you want to do? She was ho- drinking red wine, and then she spilled like a few drops on her lap. And she was wearing these like white jeans. And then I was like talking. I was like, "Well, you know, I'm like a writer. Like, I don't know. Like, I would really love to like." <laughs> and she goes, Ah-ha! "No, no!" And like she's like, "I spilled a." Oh! Fuck. I fucking spilled red wine all over my jeans. She was like, there are paparazzi that are going to see this. They're going to take pictures of the spilled wine on my jeans. And I'm, it's still, I'm like, Fans, paparazzi, like where is this all adding up? Like I'm not like getting how this all ties together. Like I'm unclear. So
1: unclear. Were there paparazzi? No.
0: And also there were no paparazzi. I was like, there's a no one in this club. Like we are literally (laughs) the only people here. And like what what paparazzi were in a mall? Like, what?
1: Yeah. So then
0: she's like decides that she's over it and she wants everyone to come back to her house and like we'll go swimming. And so we like go drive up to her house in like the Hollywood Hills and it was being renovated. So like all the inside was like just like a wreck because it's like she's doing like total renovations, like blah, blah, blah. But like the outside her like pool zone was like great. And so she's like, okay, like I have swimsuits that everyone can borrow. Like, let me know if you need a suit and like I'll hook you up. And like some (laughs) of the girls that we were with, they're like, we want suits. And she like... Gives them, like, swimsuits which are like, tiny bikinis, like, like, sexy bikinis and, like, whatever. And they're, like, hmm. And then I was, like, oh, I need a suit. And then she looks me up and down. And she's, like, I don't have anything that's going to fit you. So, no. I mean, I guess you could just, like, wear some sweatpants, like, these sweatpants no. and, like this shirt and she gave me a pair of sweatpants like no. drawstring
1: like no. pajama sweatpants wait like like to the ankle
0: maybe they were <laughs> below the knee they were like a capri or they were like a pant not even a short it was a pant and a button up like a button up a button up shirt
1: no. Yeah, like a Yours plaid to go swimming in and a- she
0: nut. I was like, whatever. Like, you know me, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll fucking swim in it. <laughs> like, I don't care. And I was just like, she's trying to troll, but really the troll's on her. Because I'm just going to swim and, like, pee in the pool and, like, <laughs> drink her beer and, like, do whatever I want. And so... <laughs> And so I did that. I literally looked like a survivor cast member. I was like, get out of the pool. My clothes would all stick to me. Everyone's in like, no. swimsuits, like 30 fun, fabulous. And I was like, sweatpants over here, like jumping
1: up. I just, just touched That's <laughs> I was like, "What is she gonna notice?" Ooh,
0: Ryan's feet are on the couch next there to me, and delay. I accidentally just touched.
1: There was a delay. I, I touched it. I was like, Ooh, no. "Ooh, what's that
0: cold?" I was like, Ooh, what's that cold feeling?" And then realized I'd been stroking Ryan. I
1: was waiting for you to know.
0: foot. I was like, "What is she
1: doing?" I like, what is that, she that doing? Just oh, I love it.
0: So I'm like swimming in sweatpants, and then these like two random dudes like show up, and their vibe was Who were like also famous yeah but I didn't recognize either of them. I was just like these dudes like kind of are giving me a weird vibe, weird vibe. and they kind of creep me out I was just like, I yeah. don't want them near me and I don't want to be near them no they just seemed like weird. two like weird white guys so they get <laughs> they get to the pool and I'm just like I'm gonna keep my distance from these people like I'm and I not interested yeah. and just like swam around and lolled with my friends that were also there and then we left and my friend was like Oh my God, did you re- recognize who that one of those guys was? And I was like, no, who was it? And he's like, it was Jeremy Renner. And I was like, no, it wasn't. Like, you are lying. And he's like, no, it was. And I still don't know if I believe him. No, I believe it. Apparently it was Jeremy Renner, but okay. also so kind yeah. of a who to me. So the bottom line is that Olivia tried to troll me, but I'm kind of untrollable in that. Well,
1: Olivia is sort of just like trolling herself with her existence. Like, we, like, like let's read that so like, like
0: she recently the
1: funniest headline i've ever seen in my life
0: i've always just kind of like followed her journey. facial journey because i feel like she's gotten a ton of plastic surgery since then right and i mean if you look at a before and after See, picture, i don't even
1: know what she looks like so and you could show me anything and i'd be like okay
0: yeah but if you look at a before and after picture it's like her face she has a different face now and <laughs> and so then i became i became aware of an interview that she gave that like i I guess i think i've read this people tried to call her out for having plastic surgery and having a totally different face face? yeah Yeah, they were like hey what's the deal with your face like (laughs) did you change your face it's totally different than how your old face used to be and she gave this interview that was insane Olivia Men is silencing internet trolls once and for all. On Tuesday, the X Men Apocalypse Beauty penned a lengthy Instagram post explaining why her appearance has suddenly changed following an onslaught of comments from fans and critics alike. So literally everyone's like, Hey, what's up with your new face? Right. Like what plastic surgery did you get? And she's like, stop trolling me. I want justice for my face. And like is coming forward with the story. She goes, ask anyone who knows me and they'll tell you I love research uh okay <laughs>
1: sure Maybe? love that love that sentence
0: Conv- same also convinced that there's got to be natural healthy ways i.e not only rich and connected can do it to keep your skin from aging i do lots of research the actress wrote who says guys are the only ones that can get better with age we're going to turn that myth around if we share what we learn from with each other so here are the four skin tips okay, i've learned
1: shared doctors just first. <laughs> <The> so- <laughs>
0: Here are the four skin tips I've learned just over this past year that really helped the texture and shape of my
1: face. Shape. You can't change the shape of your face with cream.
0: So she posted... That's not true. Like she posted a side-by-side snap like comparing her face from 2015 versus her face from 2016. Her different? old face and new face. Yes, they look incredibly different. <laughs> she says, one, I lost 12 pounds this past year while training for X-Men. I kept it off by coming up with an hour workout I do a She's few times X-Men? a week. See, yeah, I babe, I told don't... you. She's like a
1: fucking She's celeb. She's like, who knows? I want to know from the readers if they know who the fuck she is.
0: Do you know? Do you care? Yeah. Do you consider her to be like A-list? Or do you, ha- not do you feel any certain way yeah. does like anything resonate totally are you alive at this point have i completely alienated you with a hollywood story I think they're real, like, awake so then she's like working out is great for skin blah 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 <laughs> her second tip is like she reshaped her brows okay. I do my own brows and always thought they were supposed to have a high arch but then a facialist <laughs> pointed out to me that I was shaping my brows into a frown oh, so then I let the top oh. of my brows br- grow which is never fun because it looks spotty then I plucked the bottom gave my brows a more horizontal angle and instantly brightened my eyes so she's
1: she's been, just babying the fuck out yeah right she's now. been
0: called out for like all sorts of plastic surgery and so she's just going down down the line and telling you the things that she didn't actually do. But it really do, truly she is the did.
1: definition of doff protest too much. No,
0: it's insane. It's a true babe. Yeah. Like the way to do it is you just say nothing. Lol. You like yeah. never say a single word and never speak to it. You do go the Beyonce babe route yeah, where you yeah. just, ne- totally. no one will ever know. Yeah. Then three.
1: You should celebrate yourself every day,
0: but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. I love my freckles, but over the past couple of years, I've seen more come up and merge with other freckles to make large dark spots. Dark spots prevent your skin from reflecting light and gives you a dull complexion. So the past year, I've been diligently using my proactive Mark Fain. And so she's, she's product plugging placement, in. She's plugging, plugging in she gets money. Great, yeah. great. So then four, <laughs> and this is the one that's the most insane thing that anyone's ever said in the history <laughs> of denying that they had plastic surgery. Four. <laughs> I've talked a lot about this before, and I still stand by it. Japanese potatoes that are high in hyaluronic acid help keep wrinkles away. Look up this video, Connie Chung, Yuhizara, to learn all about it. There are hyaluronic acid pills and vitamins, but I think that the best way to get it in your system is by eating them in foods that naturally have them. I'm still looking into what gets rid of the lines that develop around your neck. I think it has to do with tension and acupuncture might be the answer. When I find out more, I'll let you
1: know. Oh, my God. So she
0: basically said that she ate a lot of Japanese potatoes and and then then it changed the entire structure. It changed (laughs) her bone structure. And she did not get vast amounts of plastic surgery to look like she does now. She owes it all the japanese sweet potatoes so i think food, we need to go on
1: like a japanese sweet potato diet the only food that changes my face structure is like when i'm binge eating fattening foods
0: <laughs> yeah and like, i mean weight loss will change like the whatever's happening like underneath my ugh, chin like in my that god area. that's my
1: first sign of weight gain oh same i took I'm photos like, yeah i took photos with with steph the other day at like tabula rasa and we were like there was a it was like not good yeah i mean that's like the, that's the like a place g- definitely but
0: like your face is not going to drastically no. your bone structure is not going to alter itself no. and then suddenly like your face looks different like just so but if you're looking for a hot tip and i want to know from readers have you tried eating copious amounts of japanese <laughs> sweet potatoes to where do change you even your get face? japanese sweet potatoes you can get them like whole foods or some shit okay they're really delicious. So now I'm curious and I like I just want to know. Like have you ever changed your face from eating potatoes or any other food to the point that someone <laughs> accused you of having plastic surgery and you had to say, "Stop. I do not accept these trolls anymore and I want to put it to bed and let you know that I ate like leeks for a week and my face changed and that's that."
1: And do you think Olivia men was threatened by Laura's beauty and talent? And that's why she made her with her <laughs> sweatpants and a button down in a pool. Cause I do. So I have on the subject of actresses. Well, we just talked about actresses that we don't like, but I want to talk about an actress that I love. And I think that she is so exemplary of turning, becoming being a babe and then turning into a babe, mm-hmm. which is Drew Barrymore. Yeah. So I've been a obsessed little with girl. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I've been little girl lost and little girl found. Mm-hmm. So I, love drew i love drew because a i actually don't think that she gets work done because she looks she's 43 she looks 43 yeah like she like she might get facial i really think she's sort of natural like Mm -hmm. she has wrinkles like and it's so funny because when you see an actress at 43 who's aging grace like who's aging naturally it really makes you realize how distorted your view of aging has become because everyone is getting work done mm-hmm. like you literally look at her and you're like what's wrong with her and you're like oh she's just not a, like fucking well, going ham
0: yeah there's been some actresses that I've looked at them and I've been like oh my god has that person had plastic surgery and I try and figure out what they've had done and then I realize like they probably haven't had
1: anything done they just like haven't done it Drew hasn't done any or... uh, Drew Drew seems very natural to me like she and I like she just kind of gives truly no fucks like she kind of like will show well, up she also does she she doesn't have to give any fucks. And like she kind of just shows up to things disheveled and kind of like, woo, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she's just you know what I mean. She's always been like a healthy body size. Like she's never been too thin. Like, I just kind of am so here for her. And I also think it's insane/slash fascinating that she went from being in rehab at like age 14 to now owning her own wine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and she
0: like drinks. And she stuff. drinks openly, yeah.
1: yeah. And but, but like, but it's when you're age. that young, exactly. Like, it's not like you might not be like a true addict you might just be you know it might be circumstantial
0: yeah and i really relate to drew's like journey because i feel like like when i during my period of like age 15 to 17 like heavily into drugs and alcohol like I don't identify as like a drug addict or an yeah. alcoholic. You had an unhealthy at that relationship time. With it then. I had that exact behavior. Yeah, because
1: they were using it to to you know numb yeah. the pain. So anyway, I watched her on Watch What Happens Live, which is truly my favorite show because it's like the one show where celebrities just act normal, or and if they're not normal, it comes off really clear. Mm-hmm. So I love it. So basically, it's like an anti-publicist, you know? Yeah. Dream. So, um, she was on with Timothy Olyphant, who. I'm so attracted to obviously, uh, he's so hot. but babe, he was such a dick. Okay, so really? he here, no, he here's, seems like here's a what dick. happened. So Drew literally shows up, just like I'm like d-
0: really a straight my white man acting like a dick. Well, so here's the deal. I've so, never
1: heard of so such a Drew. Thing. Drew just like again shows up her usual Drew self from T Dumpty, mm-hmm. and she's drunk, which I'm obsessed <laughs> with. She's just drunk. She said she was drunk. No, but she's drunk she's drunk yeah i love that. so and like andy cohen said in one like like being like i love that you're drinking tonight in like kind of a shady way oh yeah it was just like i love that you're drinking tonight and it was just sort of like "Mm okay okay i mean just like like, aka i love that you're getting wasted and giving me good tv so basically what happened was a lot of the things were revolved around drew being drew fucking barrymore aka hollywood royalty Mm because she is and Timothy Oliphant could not deal with the fact that she was getting more attention than him. So he would, every time she would share an anecdote about like going to like one of Carrie Fisher's parties or like knowing Steven Spielberg, um, Timothy Oliphant would be like, yeah, me and Steven are big old pals. We go way back. Like me and Steven or like me oh, and Carrie Fisher. God. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, I can't, he literally be like, "Ugh, Drew, I can't handle this. He literally be like, I can't handle this. He would just nag her. He would nag her the entire, he was nagging her the entire show. And it was like clearly he could not handle that she was a bigger star than him. It was insane. He yeah. like was malfunctioning. And he was trying to be like too cool for school. That was his whole vibe, being like Oof. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you know, the, then he'd just make these uncomfortable jokes and be like, yeah, when I was hanging out with like Courtney Lev, like <laughs> no, just kidding. I, what? Oh, he said she said that um Andy said something that, that she did when she was in her twenties and Timothy Albany goes, I was bartending when I was in my twenties. And I was just like, "Can you actually not like? Can you shut the fuck up? Like, Ugh, stop stealing that. Drew's light. I know he was just like a fucking insecure straight white guy, not like not being able to handle the fact that Drew Barrymore is like wildly more famous than him. Yeah, I was so annoyed at him. Like, shut the fuck
0: up, Timothy Oliphant. Like, I know you and I'm work. Like, you and I'm like, you do your thing. I know. Shut think up. You're like, it's fine. You're fine. Just, like, shut the
1: fuck up. I know. And it was so weird because like he was being mean to Drew, and Drew i truly think is just kind of out to breakfast lunch and dinner like she's sort of she doesn't care she doesn't give a shit she sort of is like drew has
0: bigger fish to fry than like timothy oliphant throwing a shit fit like watch what happens to me like drew
1: barrymore is sort of like beyond a troll because she's kind of she's untrollable she's sort of like not of this earth a little bit like her like her feet are not firmly planted on the ground and i say that in the nicest way Mm -hmm. like she's just sort of like she's just kind of kooky like you could just see, like nothing really penetrates her, and she's also like really honest. Like she talks about then. I, then I felt down this like deep K hole with like celebrity like, – her interviews, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. it's like I just what it's great. No, it's just great. She's well, always were the on best. Moments. She's always on Ellen, which is like funny, and Ellen's always you know weird. I think watching Ellen interviews are so fascinating because she's so sweet until she's not. Mm -hmm. And there's always like one moment where you can see like her actual inner demon come out and it's like weird. You know what I mean? I don't watch a lot of Ellen
0: interviews, so I don't know.
1: Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So anyway, like Drew talked about joining Raya and was like, literally being like guys were trolling me on Raya. Like a guy literally said to her, like he was like, yeah, I can go out with you. I'm free from seven to eight. Uh. And she was like, Okay.
0: Oh <laughs> <Like, laughs> God, though, like, and then Raya's her only her, option. Her
1: ex-husband was like, "What are you doing on Raya?" And she goes, "What do you mean?" And she was like, "I thought I canceled it." So she like can't get off Raya. She like, doesn't know how. I love that. I know. I just love her. She honestly seems. Like, truly, like, relatable and fun. I mean, maybe not relatable. I mean, she's probably yeah, totally relatable. weird. I was like, what she's part totally of Drew's weird. life do you relate she's to? She's totally it? weird, but, but like, in a delightful way. I just really like her. I think that, like, her narrative is so fascinating and she's lived so much. And, like, she has this very sunshiny vibe, but I think she has to be that way. That's, like, the only way she could do, like, to survive what she's mm-hmm. been through. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I like I like Babe's su- success stories. Yeah she
0: definitely went from babe to babe
1: yeah yeah but she babed out really young it's kind of crazy when you think about the fact that she was literally getting wasted at nine years old
0: i know that's insane
1: at nine years old and you're also like how did that not affect her developmentally too well it probably did it probably i mean honey it probably did
0: (laughs) i know (laughs) But also who's like seeing a nine-year-old party and it's just like,
1: lol, anyways. (laughs) Just like blowing cloak at like 10. Who's like
0: like at a club and like (laughs) partying with a nine-year-old and just being
1: like – it's fucking Whatever. insane yeah it's fucking like and then i read this like i saw this interview where she was an oprah what drew was as a, when she was 15 just recently sober with her mom jade who looks like a total babe mm-hmm. jade well looks jade is psychotic like a babe. yeah I they have like estranged. a really yeah 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 you don't say you're like mom why'd you do this oh my me? god
0: you need to give me all these links because i okay. want to watch them and i
1: want to also post them you have to post them okay drew looks amazing by the way she looks radiant and jade like so oprah oprah of course is like giving her the business being like what did you do how did you like your daughter Blah blah blah. because blah. she'd be like like how did you get access to alcohol she goes well i was like go to bars <laughs> <laughs> and go how do then,
0: you go to a bar when you're like 12 they were like
1: they were like you're drew barrymore we love you come in yeah true. and then so and then so like jade would literally say like 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 oprah was like where were you jade she goes, oh i was with her but like at a certain point you know she would go her way and i would go mine and the, she was nine years old <laughs> And like Oprah's just like it's literally like Lindsay and no, Dina. I know but like she's 9 she like gets Dina her, I, like at least
0: You know what? at a certain point it's like I just let Drew do her
1: thing. But like but like Lindsay's Lindsay like that's 17 like this is true is nine years old. I,
0: can't, I love, I, can't. I love the idea of being a mother and being like nine. in a bar with your nine-year-old. I mean, yeah. like she's just got to go her way. Yeah. I'm gonna go mine, but
1: like let's meet up
0: later and we'll like Uber home together.
1: Yeah, it's fucking wild. So I don't know. I'm obsessed. I like. I I like when
0: Drew went through her like crazy 20s phase of like... Oh, I know. You know, she flashed on Letterman and she was like acting out. I feel like she's...
1: I feel like people just have always been in love with her and so enamored that she's been able to... Like, I feel like any other actress especially at that time would have been slut shamed smithereens you know and been like but she but also she just transcends all that. yeah
0: but she's also like ho- comes from like deep lines of hollywood royalty so yeah. she cannot like she can't be like put into boxes that other actresses that don't have any sort of like famous ties yeah you're right with their family like, but i also think
1: people just are generally invested in her like she's yeah just, but she's
0: untouchable you can't because she's literally so well connected that you can't like destroy
1: her i don't know i think anyone could get destroyed Mm, i don't think when you're that connected
0: um let's olivia
1: munn's face looks so different because of japanese potatoes i love that shady headline
0: Mm -hmm. okay so we have some great reader mail this week yeah give me give me more
1: give me more
0: one of the readers writes us hi lauren ryan who hi laura and ryan oh i thought
1: she said lauren
0: no hi lauren ryan So recently, my sister started dating someone and they've gotten pretty serious over the past six months. You would think that that's not such a big deal and normal, but she never dates and he's not exactly chic. Even my parents are a little apprehensive as he's slightly backwards, as he has a slightly backwards accent and loves West Virginia University. Ooh, wow. Recently, we had dinner for my dad's birthday and afterwards he says to me in a tone that sounds like someone just ran over their dog, well, I guess he's around to stay, huh? One of the reasons that I have a tough time connecting with him is because he doesn't drink and is slightly on a high horse about it. I always get in a huff about it. Now, this is where the babe comes in. On one of the episodes of the pod that I binge, somewhere amidst dry January, I want to say, I got the impression that Ryan had gone sober. Lols, And immediately I was like, oh, God, another one of my faves down. At that no. precise <laughs> moment, I thought, wait a second. Is it babe of me to be mad at someone for not drinking? Like... Why does the fact that Kim Kardashian works out like a fiend, but won't let herself enjoy a glass of bubbly enrage me? Why does an arbitrarily arbitrarily sober person make me mad? Am I babying out? Wanted to get your thoughts on this and experience and also check in to see if I'm being a psycho babe.
1: That's a good question. That is a good question. First and foremost, I
0: want to assure you that Ryan O'Connell will never be sober. That's not true. That is true.
1: That's not true.
0: That's true um it's really Ryan funny. o'connell goes through sobri- it's really His, he sobriety periods are really trying for him
1: last for four days it's really funny that you mentioned about getting mad at people for not drinking because jonathan <laughs> gets mad at me when i don't drink yeah. that's
0: not true oh uh, justice
1: uh, anyways it's that true that is true or it is no, true that's not no but laura Ryan, has seen it you don't laura drink knows.
0: to troll others
1: no i drink i don't drink to like to, you to are clean.
0: but you come <laughs> so. but you just and you, you don't support me no that's a lie that's a lie i fully support you by the way i drink
1: sorry cameo appearance by jonathan welcome i'm justice for me i finally get to speak up for myself after being dragged to filth on a regular basis by ryan o'connell on this fucking podcast so i fully support you in fact i would argue that i'm currently more sober than you are and have you many are. nights where that's true that's true so it's true. Justice for Jonathan. It's being served, honey. <laughs> <sighs> love.
0: love. Um, so, yeah, Ryan's a liar. He drinks when he stops drinking and will say he's going on a cleanse, which normal.
1: No, I don't. P-
0: yes, you do. I don't. You're like, I'm cleansing or I'm detoxing. Detoxing. Yeah. Same diff whatever and you're not you're just not drinking and not and just being a troll about it like it would be one thing if you were like oh i don't want to drink tonight i'm not in the mood but like you try and paint it as though you're doing something healthy and really you're just like not in the mood to drink because you don't drink you'll you'll not drink for like three days and you'll be like oh my god i haven't drinking so long it's been three days but the question you have a lot of
1: drama the question is that he's asking or she or whatever uh is
0: is it, a is it to weird get to get mad at people?
1: Um, yeah, I kind of. I mean, I, but I, you know what? I have been there where it's like you go out for dinner with a friend, like, and they're like, "Oh, I'm not drinking." You're like, "Oh, that's kind of annoying." Like, it's like kind of like okay, you know what I mean? Um, but like, but I it's fine. It's like
0: if they're doing it like you do it, where you kind of are on a high horse and like very self-important and, and that's like not self cool. Congratulatory, then it's like shut the fuck. Wait, this up. reminds me so much. But though. like, if you're doing it, it's just like you don't want to drink, or like sometimes you don't. I think it is a little babe to get mad at them.
1: Last, it's funny you say this because like my family doesn't drink. Like my my dad is a teetotaler. My stepmom is. My mom uh, is an alcoholic and doesn't drink Ooh. anymore and uh my brother doesn't drink but last night at dinner he ordered a cocktail and it was like a true babe like i was like shocked because they actually have shaded me before because like i like just didn't used to drink because i was like they judge me they truly judge Mm -hmm. me when they went
0: you would go to dinner with your family you wouldn't drink at all
1: yeah there's there's two elements at play number one they are extraordinarily cheap so if you don't drink, let me tell you, when you're not drinking, your bills are going to be low, yeah. low, low. Alcohol costs so much money. I so know. And that's
0: get, been my MO, which is why I don't drink as much too, because it's like,
1: they would get, the, so the bill would come and they'd be like, fuck, like they'd be resentful because I was drinking and it caused all this extra money. And then the other underneath is that they're just judge duties and they don't drink and they like don't understand people that like have to two drinks at dinner. They like don't get that. And, um, like there was this one night where like we went out to dinner at AOC and you know, Jonathan's kind of a lush and you know, I can be too. And so they were like, they, but like we didn't get wasted or anything like that. I think we had like three drinks each and my, my family was like shook. Like they actually talked to me about it afterwards. They were like, that was crazy. You just drank so much. And I was like, Oh my God. But anyway, I was really happy that my brother drank last night. It was very confusing for me. And then Um, I found out at the end that his back was hurting and he had taken a Percocet earlier. So I think... So he was feeling um, like very free. That's kind of why he was feeling free. Yeah. He was like in a really good mood all night. And I was like, wow. And he's usually kind of reserved. He's not in bad moods. He's just very reserved. But he was very chatty and very sweet. Well, Um, I love that. I might be dosing him daily with Percocet. Yeah. Whatever
0: (laughs) it takes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just... I mean... Yeah, just be chill. Just accept, yeah, be chill. Just accept when people aren't... But I
1: get it. Like, it's... Whatever. I get it. Honey, whatever. No, I get it. <laughs>
0: okay. Another reader writes, Hi, Lauren Ryan. I've been a longtime fan of yours since I heard you both on Maul's podcast. I identified so much with your episodes, I ended up reading Ryan's book, and I'm an avid listener of Sep. Oh. I'm a 24... live. I am 24, living, laughing, loving in Boston. I'm also a gay guy working two jobs trying to pay off my student debt. I've had a few recent babe moments, one of which was included getting too drunk and falling on my face, breaking my glasses, and I'm (gasps) 80% sure I gave myself a concussion. Alas, I have stopped drinking for a
1: bit. Wait, 80% sure? Has he not gotten it checked out? I don't know. Honey, that's a babe.
0: But the most troubling babe moment I've had involves my workplace. I have never been a particularly talented writer. I work in the field of higher education and I interact with students via email mostly. Due to the system we use for tracking my supervisor periodically, oh, due, due to the system we use for tracking, my supervisor periodically checks emails. They have noticed a few grammatical errors as well as spelling errors and are now requiring me to email them drafts before I send them to students.
1: Oh, no. This
0: truly was an embarrassing moment as I didn't think it was that bad. Part of the issue I have with the entire job is that it does not come naturally to me, which other jobs in the past have. So I need some guidance as to how I can turn this babe moment into a babe moment. I am not in a place uh, to leave this job currently, uh, and I want to be able to be better at everything. Do you have any tips for dealing with a job you don't love and are struggling in? Please help me turn this babe around. (sighs) Ryan's like, go to Ryan's like, quit, live your life. (laughs) You only got one life to live. Go live out loud. I'm like, okay, I don't know. No, I understand. Everyone generally at some point will have to work a job that they do not love. And I mean, this is a troll, but maybe there are online. Like maybe there are online like courses just like with adult, like grammar kind of spelling stuff. Like I'll proofread practice.
1: his emails. I'm really good at grammar and spelling.
0: Okay. I mean, I am too, but I'm not gonna, I have like, i don't have have the time yeah Yeah. which is no shade i just don't (laughs) like i would if i did but i don't so if you want to commit to that
1: no i don't actually want to commit to it but but i mean but i mean if he has a friend that is really good with spelling and grammar maybe like send it to them
0: yeah but i think also like maybe but also just there's gotta be some like spell check
1: yeah there should be spell check on your
0: emails and i think also like maybe look into, like, online courses and don't be too hard on yourself. Like Oh,
1: I know. He seems like such a sweetie. This is a sweetie pie. Oh, darling. Here's the
0: deal. is darling. like, Hopefully this job is... Temp. Temp. It's at the beginning of your career. Yeah, you're This 24. is not you're what not you're going to do forever. Like. And, like, you're going to get through it and yeah. you just can't be hard on yourself. And something, like, how you grow as a person and as, like, a worker is by identifying your strengths and weaknesses and then playing to your strengths. So you've now identified a weakness. Like, we all have them. It sucks. But maybe focus on identifying what your strengths are and then when you're starting to search for new jobs, find something that plays more into those.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. What? What? I don't know. I'm just thinking.
0: What are you thinking?
1: I just think, like, when it sounds corny, but I feel like you learn more about yourself and the jobs that you didn't like than the ones you did. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a very humbling thing. And I think it like helps you streamline towards things that you are good at. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, it can be like really helpful. It can be
0: very helpful because yeah. you identify like what you don't even do. Yeah. You identify what you can and can't do, but also what you also do like and being don't good like at everything.
1: Like like I, I love that he like, wants to be better at everything, but also just like, just know that like you might not spelling and grammar, might not be like your total journey and that like, that's okay.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's not like you're trying to be like a writer There's
1: spelling. Ch- yeah, exactly. You're not trying to be a writer.
0: Yeah. And if you are, then <laughs> mm-hmm. get online get and online. <laughs> take a course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you're gonna be okay. Yeah, you'll be okay. The bottom line is you're gonna be okay. So if
1: you have a concussion. Yeah, also maybe go to the doctor.
0: Hopefully your job at least gets you insurance, which makes it somewhat worth it. Wait,
1: are there any spelling or grammar issues in his email?
0: Um there were just like a couple
1: like comments. (laughs) Oh, there she goes. (laughs) Don't bait me. Laura is such an editor. You were so... I am. Well, you are obsessive, like, with spelling grammar. Yeah,
0: because yeah. I'm a fucking writer, and that's, like, my bread and butter. So no, whenever no. I worked with other writers that were, like, bad, like, didn't have good spelling and grammar, <laughs> I would just be very frustrated because I'm, like, this was also the... I mean i'm i'm taking this reader out of it this has nothing to do with him i'm now just going to go on my own journey with like spelling and grammar and you can like thank your lucky stars that i'm not your boss because i'd probably be a bitch
1: about it she is a bitch
0: But, like, I think that if you're a writer, like, you should be able to know the difference between there and there. Oh, my God, yeah. And your and your. Yes, of course. And if you're publishing work as a writer, like, online or wherever, those types of spelling errors and grammar errors are unacceptable. The other day, I And when they happen, it's, like – it's unacceptable. And anyone, and I've worked with writers that I've been like, "Can you please like just do a grammar check for this?" like because so much stuff is getting published with like grammar mistakes and spelling errors and it just is not going to work. Like, "Can you it just like tr- And they would be like, "It's not that big of a deal." Like, "But, but it is." If you're if, yeah, it it's is. just like I could argue about this forever and I'm actually right. And so if you're a writer,
1: <laughs> you're such a grammar Nazi. The other day I was posting to babe the instagram account and they like i had like i actually left an extra space between words and i was like oh my god i had to go back and i was like laura see that she'll fucking flip out
0: no i i mean an extra space i've like relaxed a little bit but i'm like <laughs> i just am like it's not like I'm that posting fucking okay hard stuff to babe what
1: the stuff i post to babe
0: yeah i think it's great okay good i think it's great and your, your spelling and grammar is on point. That's yeah. like a spacing issue no, I'm not as big about. I don't care as No, I'm like about really that. good with spelling and grammar. I'm like, spelling and grammar,
1: like... I was in all the spelling bees and stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I had a, a, literally like 97%. <laughs> I was in the 99th percentile, like, of spelling Spe- like verbal <laughs> so communications and like writing and reading comprehension when yeah. I was a child so some may say
1: I'm gifted some may say you're gifted to
0: which I say yes but yeah. okay you know I just have my problems I, with now, it but yeah. I do have by the empathy. way the,
1: the, yeah the reader now is like, slitting, now, like slitting his wrist. <laughs> yeah no but he's like um, to the
0: dear reader this has actually been good to give me empathy for people <laughs> that maybe I don't know am I digging myself in a yeah, hole yeah you so are that's not on. On. okay good luck <laughs>
1: spelled g o o d space l
0: oh this is in response to our last episode which we talked about ghost stuff so we asked readers, oh, I love yeah ghosts. we asked readers to like give us some ghost stories so we got so wait,
1: someone story. tweeted at me. Like they quoted when I said, I'm not an atheist because I believe in ghosts and they said that is like they were like, LOL, that is like the best joke you've ever told and I was like, Actually I'm telling the truth.
0: No, Ryan was telling the truth. That's why no one laughed on the podcast.
1: Okay, go ahead. Oh.
0: Hi, babes. It's Kat answering your call for ghost stories. I have a ton of them, but honestly, I feel weird, including some because they aren't laws and they're just kind of dark and make people scared of me. Fun fact. One time I had a long back and forth with Megan. Oh, fun fact. One time I had a long back and forth with a friend via Instagram's DMs and she told me that I sound very gifted. My claim to fame. I was literally the child from a scary movie that would always be having one-ended conversations with myself. I had white blonde hair, big blue eyes, and was super pale. I'd always have awful night terrors, and it was a real issue. When I was little, I always talked about the man in overalls that I saw regularly, and I was scared of him. Last time I remember seeing him, I was like 13, and he was just walking up my stairs. He disappeared for a while. One time when I was like two, I was in the car on my way to church, lol, and spilled chocolate milk on myself, so the fam had to turn around and try to get back into the house to grab a clean shirt for me. Apparently, none of the doors would open, so my mom, dad, and sister were trying to get into the house, leaving me alone in the car. So the car starts rolling backwards, and my mom yells to my sister, assuming she'd left it in neutral. My sister jumps into the car to try and stop it, but the keys aren't even in the ignition, and the car is in park. I still remember a white lady turning around to me and telling me it was time for us to go. But my mom says when she got in the car, I asked, why did the man in overalls do that? So record scratch, cut to seven years, several years later when I was 20. Oh, my God. I'm scared. I know. This is scary. My family owns a restaurant in Noble, Oklahoma that's famously haunted. So we have a silly little ghost tour things with some some Halloweens where a psychic walks through with groups we went into the back room and I was sitting next to my friend and she was shaking uncontrollably because it was so cold. She was talking about different spirits that came through and she said, there's someone here. All I see is a man in overalls and I lost my shit. I said, "Uh, I think that's me. And she kind of thought I was joking and moved on. And she said she helped him cross over to the other side. After this, I went up to her and told her I was, in fact, not joking, and she told me that he was some grandpa who had a blonde granddaughter my age when he died, and he basically haunted girls like me. She said he moved along to several girls and hadn't visited me since that time I was a preteen, and I mean, yeah, I haven't seen him since, and also, apparently, I was the only cold person in that room. That's literally just one of many crazy-ass ghost stories I have, so enjoy. Sorry if I darked you out. That's really scary. (laughs) I like. That's I'm spooky. That is spooky. And spooky. Yeah. Also like did a, so a lady like drove you in the car and tried to kill you. I'm yeah. like unclear.
1: You know, it kind of reminds me of like the movie poltergeist and how that set was doomed and how like that girl died. Domin- well, Dominique Dunn got strangled and mm-hmm. killed by her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That girl died under like such insane TBD circumstances. Yeah. And there were other weird things that happened on that set. Yeah. I'm sorry. That shit is crazy.
0: That movie is insane. That's yeah. one of my favorite scary movies of all I know, it's time. it's so good. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's really good. Um, if I had a child with, like, white blonde hair, blue eyes, and, like, pale skin, You'd I'd dye their be freaked hair. out. I would be like, You'd, like, hen. literally take them to
1: the salon, like, three No, I old. wouldn't
0: take them to the salon, but I'd be like, look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mothering by Laura Marie Shane Halls. Look, kid, you look like a little freak.
0: I'd be like, look, you're... You're a chic freak and I need you to be real with me. If you ever see any spirits or ghosts, like I want to be clued in and you do not lie to me about this kind of stuff. And we need to have like a circle of trust and communication. Yeah, And I need you to tell me like everything that's going on. If you're channeling the other side, <laughs> which you might not be, but you look like you could be. So I'm going to need you to be straight up with mommy, ghost okay? <laughs> <laughs> mommy. You need to tell mommy about the things that you see.
1: Fair enough. I just want
0: like an honest flow of information yeah, of between me and my ghost child. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, love and light. I hope I'm glad yeah. the man in overalls left you alone.
1: Also, I would just like scream if anyone approached me wearing overalls. Yeah. Ghost or otherwise. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh someone writes us, Hi Lauren Ryan. I'm writing to tell you both that I'm a huge fan of the podcast and have been a Ryan O'Connell fan since his thought catalog days. Oh and I'm no so glad you start you both started this podcast journey because it literally makes me lol. So anyways sure. <laughs> On the coming out episode, Ryan briefly talked about a time when he was dating a guy in college and didn't realize the guy was uncircumcised. It reminded me of a similar situation I recently found myself in. I dated my high school boyfriend for a year. We didn't have sex, but we did all the other things. I liked him a lot, and then he broke up with me to date some other girl who sucked, which was truly tragic, because mostly because I was way cooler and hotter than him, but whatever. I soon after started dating a hot drug dealer, so I got over it. Lol. Fast forward roughly 10 years when I find out my friend from college is seriously dating my high school boyfriend's older brother. Not that weird, but definitely world's colliding moment. My friend from college loves to talk about sex. So naturally, we were talking about penises one night. I shared that I'd never touched or seen an uncircumcised penis. My friend was like, yes, you have. And I was like, no, I haven't. And she was like, well, that's weird that the Jones fan Well, that's weird that the blank family would circumcise one of their sons and not the other. And that's when I realized the very first penis I'd ever seen stroked and sucked was indeed uncircumcised. It really shook me. I felt like I didn't even know myself. JK, that's dramatic, but it was pretty wild realization to come to circa 10 years later after my first sexual experience. But I guess it made sense since I never really saw him naked. We just hooked up in each other's basements like and like, always had at least one to two articles of clothing on at a time because parents. Anyways, that's my truth and my uncircumcised surprise.
1: I mean, yeah, I feel like when you don't know, you don't know. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Oh, here's like a little addendum. Oh. P.S. I'm a current... I'm currently a babe that has learned to forgive my former babe self, live, laugh, love and forgive yourself. Right. I'm engaged to a gorgeous, sweet, kind patient all around wonderful Midwestern boy who I adore and with whom I have a wonderful and fulfilling sex life. He cooks for me and was supportive of my decision to go on meds. So like, what else could you ask for?
1: Oh my God. Sweet. Love.
0: It is all live, laugh, love and forgive. It is. Yeah. I agree. Um, I'm obsessed. I've gotten actually weirdly a lot of like uncircumcised like
1: dick pics. stories and
0: <laughs> no uh, uncircumcised stories. And then one of my friends was texting me about her uncircumcised. She ripped had a foreskin rip. Journey. No, I can't
1: talk about that because it, honestly, it makes me want to throw up.
0: And during they like she hooked up with this guy, no. took his virginity, and then they woke up in the stop bed it. the next day stop. and the bed was vomit. covered in no, blood. No, stop,
1: Laura. I really you, don't want to talk about you're it. You're not gonna vomit. I'm seriously, I'm gonna vomit. I feel sick. You're not. <laughs> Ryan is the queen. Remember when Vicky Gumbleson like she tries to vomit? Remember that? When she's traveling? When
0: Vicky's always like Ugh, uh, 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 <laughs> That's Ryan. I know that he's not going Vicky to um
1: Gumbels, so. yeah and
0: then i guess it just ripped while they were having drunk sex and he uh, didn't notice but there was tons of blood and then her he friend- was like
1: did you get your period she's like no
0: yeah it was like very it was very very it was very very let's do one more okay what? Hey, babes. Longtime readers seeking advice around a stressful situation. In June, I'm going to be moving in with one of my oldest friends who I've lived with successfully in the past. I'm coming out of a very strained and toxic roommate relationship, so I've been super excited about this. Weird thing, though my new roomies boyfriend develops data mining apps on facebook that help advertisers and politicians target people with ads (gasps) oh no supposedly he was curious about how facebook collects information on trans people so he used his weirdo developer privileges to access all this information about me including my legal name old pictures of me when i came out and started using a new name and pronouns etc he also accessed a deactivated profile from high school and trolled through all these pictures and stuff that i haven't even seen in over five years what the fuck there's been tension and a disconnect between he and i for their whole relationship so i find it a little hard to believe that he did all of that just out of professional curiosity when he could have just chosen any other random trans person which still would have been wildly inappropriate but like lol, especially since my friend protected information about my old name and stuff like that from him. Is it babe to think that he was weirdly checking up on me? I'm really excited about moving in with my friend, but I'm also really not stoked to be leaving one insane roommate relationship and jumping into another one that already has some major trust issues at play. I guess I'm wondering how seriously I should take this and how I would even go about reestablishing trust with him since realistically he could do this again or to any of my friends without me knowing about it. That said, I feel like it would be pretty babe to completely forbid my close friend from inviting her long-term boyfriend over to our house if I decide that I can't move on from this. I literally have no clue what to do. Anyways, apparently he might be going to jail for some other shady shit oh, okay. he did through his job. Again, so this might not the twist. be... The
1: t- there's always a twist always in Always a email. twist. God damn it.
0: So this might not even be that big of a problem. <laughs> lol. <laughs> I guess it would be chill to keep myself anonymous, especially since I'm blowing up his legal spot. But yeah, lol, help.
1: So, wait. I Okay, I'm confused. Okay. Sorry. How does she know that he did this? Because I guess he told her. He told her, who? He told her that he did this. Or she knows that he did it. How?
0: I guess he told her.
1: Did she say that? I don't understand. No, I don't think How she does said she it. know that? I'm confused. How does she know that he did this? He collected information about
0: her. I guess – my guess is he told her. She doesn't explicitly say – But my guess is that he told her that he did this because he was curious about how Facebook collected the the, information of trans people. So
1: her best friend… Her best friend dates this guy. no, no, totally. But her best… So her best friend probably knows this too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. And if I was her best friend, I'd be like… if And that was my boyfriend. I'd be like, babe? Yeah. I'd be like, can you stay out of my fucking friend's life what the fuck
0: a i would not date someone that has that power on facebook yeah, that's because that gross. would creep me out and facebook is a fucking is creep awful. zone yeah as is now like getting widely discovered yeah um i hate saying this because i don't want to be like rain on your parade about being excited for a new roommate situation but i would not be roommates with this person based on or, this or
1: or i would like I would confront or I'd have the, the, your best friend kind of be like, you can't do it. It seems weird to me that this is like out in the open and like, the,
0: but this is a person. Ser- okay. So this, her best friend has a boyfriend who may or may not be going to jail who like abuses his privileges at work. No, I'm like, like a that's a no ball. for me. Yeah. Nope, that's sorry. a sketchball. And that's just someone you don't really want to have around or yeah. in your life. Right. And he should be reported and he should definitely be sent to jail or at the very least fired from his job. Totally. Because that's dangerous. That's fucking weird. And it endangers. And I'm, I'm
1: curious to see her. what her best friend thinks about all this. Like if I, if that was my boyfriend, I'd be like, uh, you know what I mean? And
0: I mean, I think if you do move in together, I don't know. It just freaks me out that he has access to all this stuff because like, he could blow up her spot in a public way or like yeah. dox her or like do all the shit. Not to say it. that he would do that, but like, I just don't love this situation. And me I either. worry that even if she was to like draw a, ba- come up with a boundary and be like, you can't have your boyfriend over, then he would get mad and use all this information that he has access to against
1: her. I agree. It feels like drama.com. to me.
0: Yeah, it feels like a sticky situation and you could be just like walking yourself right into like a repeat roommate drama situation. And again, if your best
1: friend is so amazing, like why is your best friend like cool with her boyfriend doing this? I'm confused. Well. I don't know, but that's another email. That's another email and like lots of people that I think are amazing date people that are not amazing. that's the fucking truth.
0: Yeah, so what
1: are you going to do? I would say like 90% or 80% of the guys my girlfriends date, I'm like, Really, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard out there. It's hard. It's like ba 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 ba. This is the sound of settling. Ba ba. That Death Cap song. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's like I look at my girlfriends as like truly insanely brilliant, hot goddesses, mm-hmm. and then I just feel like they're like with someone who like doesn't hate them. <laughs> So they, so they basically are like, cool. We'll get married, like not get married, but yeah. Like cool, we'll be together because like you don't hate me and like you're nice. Like I'm confused. Like and it's like, but I'm like, are they lawlers? Like can they keep up with you? Like I don't know. Like a lot of them can't.
0: I don't know. I'm like, I'm back to being confused and like not into like dating anyone. <laughs>
1: oh my God, well, that was that was quick. I know. It was All quick. Right. I literally
0: have one bad thing happen, and I'm like, "Well, that's it for me." I'm like, gave that a shot. I didn't like even do anything. I like made out with one person. But
1: you know, you're bisexual, so you can go date women.
0: (laughs) No, and I'm like, maybe I need to just
1: date a woman for a while. You should, because I'm curious to see. Yeah, because
0: truly, I'm like, mm -hmm. men trigger me in a variety of ways. They're psychotic i'm like don't agree with them just on like a reg on like just like a the principle of yeah. the basis and i'm like i also don't i don't know i have a lot to think about
1: i want to get married
0: anyways me and jonathan are house hunting i'm sorry we we're so we're out of time <laughs> and that's all for today Laura
1: can't handle it
0: that's all for today yeah. thank you so much for all your emails <laughs> questions support are we really ending it yeah okay. we've been at this for an hour and a half okay. it's time to wrap it up so, no one has time for your like house hunter drama well, we
1: just saw a house nope. and it was no, overlooking no 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 the freeway. no
0: goodbye <laughs> if you have thing? anything to say <laughs> okay. if you really care about ryan's house hunter drama please write us an email at podcast at gmail.com hit up babe podcast.com because lots of exciting stuff is happening there And if you feel like you want to support us on Patreon, you you can go to www.patreon.com slash babe podcast. And there's a bonus episode. It's pretty funny. It's a really funny bonus episode waiting for you. We'll do one of those a month. We already have the next one planned out. We're also
1: going to do a giveaway. What are we giving away?
0: Well, I'll I'll announce the giveaway (laughs) on Patreon, actually. Okay. To incentivize people to go there. Okay. So I'm going to be giving away some chic skincare products oh, yeah, to really, like, enhance your life. I have some good stuff that I've actually used and really liked. and that what, we're... you're giving them
1: used skin products? No.
0: I'm oh. not giving used skin okay. products, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm giving away used that I've used half of. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> No, I'm not a fucking. I gotta go. I'm done. I'm fucking done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. We're done here. All right. Love you guys. Hit up Patreon for the giveaway that will be announced later this week. Love and light. (laughs) Bye. Bye.